What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Spawncast episode 91. We're go we're actually pre-recording this because the holiday weekend coming up, uh, people are going to be all over the place and getting everyone together at the same time with uh, people going to family events and stuff was going to be kind of difficult. We also had a, a mystery guest lined up, but they unfortunately uh, had something come up, but they'll be with us hopefully starting next year, like the beginning of 2019. We'll have them on again, and we'll do a pre-record then as well. So I guess look out for that, and we'll kind of leave the mystery guest there, kind of leave you guys hanging on that. We'll, we'll, we'll get them on, uh, uh, like I said, hopefully beginning of next year. But I uh, actually have a couple people here. Sean is, has been traveling and is in a place with very spotty internet, so he cannot join us. But we do have uh, OJ. OJ, what's going on, man? What's up? It's uh, good to be here. I'm enjoying the holidays and everything. And uh, yeah, looking forward to this uh, episode, man. Yep. Jo joining us as well as Max, Dreamcast guy. What's going on, man? Living the dream, living the dream. Happy to be here. We have Evan, of course. Evan, what's going on? I'm busy as always, even over the holidays. Okay. And then we have uh, Nate. Nate, how you doing, man? I am working off holiday hangover. Okay, fair enough. Good, good. Evan, you're able to turn your mic up just a little bit. I noticed uh, your level is lower than everyone else's. On it, maybe. Hang on. I mean, if you're, I know you're recording it as well, so it's not a big deal on your side. But uh, it was. Uh, I noticed your levels are a little lower. Just going, just going into it. Um. So we're gonna be we're gonna be going over uh pretty much the past week in uh or past year 2018 in games then we're gonna look forward to 2019 as well just just kind of looking at it and see what we're excited for and everything it should be a nice little recap quick recap of uh, of 2018 and then kind of what to look forward to uh first though has anyone been playing anything good this past week because i figure we would we would kind of quickly go over what we've all been playing uh, oh, wow. oh go ahead june Casca. Just real quick, I've been playing a bunch of weird horror stuff. I don't know why I've been in such a horror mood this holiday, but now, now that I've hacked the heck out of my PlayStation Classic, I'm putting stuff like Clock Tower 2 on there and stuff. So, uh, nothing too special. Yeah, okay, okay. What about what about you, Evan? You've been playing more Smash? Uh, a little bit of Smash, but no, not, not super happy with the online still. I'm trying to get out of the competitive mindset with it so I can just casually play it at that point. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, let's see, I had a bunch of work to do, so I kind of mindlessly had Let's Go on the uh, Oh, yeah, you there. just got that last... Okay, so last you just got that last week. What, what do you think yeah. of it so far? Very brain dead. Okay. I see why they <laughs> did a lot of this stuff, though. I see why they did a lot of it. But, like, there's so many elements to it where I wish it could be polished. Like, I really don't like the amount of time it takes to get into battles, even though, that yes, that is the classic system approach to it. But they could have sped the whole thing up, made it a little more actiony feel, where everyone's throwing out their Pokemon at once and go, rather than have to wait for someone to, you know, set up, throw the ball. They tell you a little, you throw. It's just so much effort to then hit one button, kill the thing, and then move the fuck on. You, like, um, you, uh, you like the the traditional Pokemon though. Leading up I to don't this. mind. I don't mind the traditional ones. I just think they can be polished. It's been decades mm. since the first one released. I don't know why we're still stuck on the original approach to how any of it has to happen visually, at least. So you want to you wanted to see so. something different from game Freak, something just in general, yeah, some, something to push it a little bit. And hopefully the 2019 version gets released like that because I I can't wait for that one. That's okay. actually an interesting. Yeah, one they're right. looking apparently to surprise people. Which yep. which means uh, Pokemon Let's Go Two is probably going to happen in twenty nineteen. <laughs> uh, that would that would make some people mad. <laughs> uh, now it's supposed to be that a traditional would, hardcore style. That would probably technically be the one that I actually wanted, Gold and Silver. That would be Ooh. Gen Two. That'll probably be. I bet you they're going to do that the year after twenty twenty one. I have a feeling. Yep. I think Let's Go is going to be a recurring series. To be honest, so <laughs> maybe we'll do that yeah, again I, with that. After all the money they made on Let's Go, yeah, I think it's going to. I think it's yeah. going to come back. In some yeah, form. but I. 
I tried it with the phone app. Um, interesting, kind of weird. Oh yeah, I never tried it with the phone app at all with Pokemon Go. What, what was that about? Uh, you just go to. You have to get to the Safari Zone, so it's late. You have to. It's like second to last uh, gym, basically. And once you get there, you're able to just sync it to your phone, transfer Pokemon over, and then it randomizes stats and abilities, and you just catch them if you want. Oh. Hmm. Okay, because you could also transfer transfer it, I guess, to your phone as well. You could transfer no. Pokemon back and can't forth, go, or no? Can't, nope. Can't go back. Oh. Okay. I thought you could do that. Okay. Well, there you go. Nope. You're, you're like the person on here that plays Pokemon Go. I don't think anyone else on here really plays it, so you would you would have been, the, I guess, the perfect uh, audience member for that. Um but interesting. Okay, so you're you're going to be checking out though next year's definitely. No, definitely. Um, are you definitely are you how far into Let's Go are you right now? Beat the Elite Four. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> so you've already done the game. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was about twenty to twenty five hours, right? That's that's about I 20, think what I clocked. I think I clocked twenty one for the Elite Four. Yeah, yeah. So did you did you notice that your team leveled up much more evenly than like back in the day because everyone well, yeah, was getting it's, experience it's and everything? XP share. But I, from what I understand, the Pokemon you get from the Safari Zone get boosted XP as well. So my guys were miles ahead of where I needed to be by the oh. time I got there. Yeah. Mm. Okay. See, I didn't do anything with the Safari Zone. I still felt I still ran through the Elite Four in one shot, like first time. So mm -hmm. yeah. Um. When by the time you get to the end, your Pokemon are very powerful compared to what you're fighting. So yeah, I think I was level seventy walking in there with everything. Yeah, it seems like now a lot of people are just doing like the uh, what you call it, the shiny hunting. And I'm not really into shiny hunting, so I'm pretty much done with the game for now. Yeah. Um. But uh, people, I will say, uh, most of the Pokemon fans ended up ended up liking. Just, just Pokemon Let's Go in general. Probably because they know what's coming next year. They, they were definitely sure to tell us about next year's. Yeah. Um, but, okay, cool, cool. What about what about Max? What have you been up to? Oh, yeah, I said, and I actually interrupted OJ. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. No, oh, fine. You, but what about that Nuka-Cola bottle? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, I, saw your, the, I saw your video on that one. <laughs> yeah, and that, that thing's really freaking blowing up. It's got like 60K views already, I think, or maybe 70K views. Um, man, it's so cheap, so I'm actually using it because it's so useless. I'm using it to hold up my camera because... I'm, oh, yeah? Oh, nice. That's, yeah. a, that's a $100 camera stand, dude. Yeah, exactly right. At this point, it's a hundred dollar paperweight. That's a steal. <laughs> I gotta get something, some use out of this. Yeah, it's so awful, man. One hundred dollars, and uh, uh, the props to the people who broke the bottle open and looked at what's inside because it's it's hollow. I mean, there's literally a, a like two dollars soda bottle inside this. Thing. That's the first thing I would have done. I would have smashed that thing instantly <laughs> to see what's going on well, in there. <laughs> there's even a seam. You can pop it up with a pair of keys. Like clearly, they they wanted to make it easy. Of like, yeah, people are gonna be curious what's inside. Let's make it where they don't accidentally break the bottle. And you open it up. It's like, oh, cool. I literally just paid a hundred dollars for a two dollar bottle of soda with some rum. Oh man. Well, there you go. That's uh, the Fallout 76 legend continues. <laughs> I know. Well, and so many people are calling me dumb for ordering it. And I, I just want to make this clear. I pre-ordered this in September before we had even seen anything beyond the initial teases for Fallout 76. Yep. And even then, this is a separate product. So, I mean, just because, uh, honestly, there have been bad Resident Evil games, but the, all the Resident Evil books have been good. I don't think you should always conflate licensed product with games. So, I, I thought the rum could still be awesome, and no, this is literally the most overpriced collector's junk I've ever had. Also, that has, like, Christmas present written all over it. So, I know, like, yeah. For Christmas present, yeah. What 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 was in there exactly? What kind of what kind of liquor was in there? 
It is a uh, it's Nuka Dark Rum, so oh. it's a it's rum and soda, and it tastes like butt. I mean, yeah, they, I, they, I, they probably I, bought some bottom of the end barrels from some. Oh or, man, some, so, some people because I I don't drink very much. Like just for full honesty, I don't drink very often. I drink like twice a year. I'm just well, weird guy like that. Uh, people who do drink more often though, even they were on the forums being like, it tastes like just mid-range booze it tastes like they just like bought a rum recipe and just went all right here's some captain morgan in a glass pay us 100 dollars. they probably didn't even have to buy the recipe they just find a place that has a bunch of like off barrels of rum that they're not even going to put out with their brand yeah. name on it and just bought them yeah mm. okay okay what about uh oj what, what have you been up to man more smash uh, smash <laughs> but i've also been getting into uh, back into poking uh, quite a bit and playing online um, and kind of just going into uh, that. So that's been a lot of fun because they actually added, they actually fixed the, the, the ranking system. The ranking system in that game was trash. Um, and they actually fixed it to where it's not so bad anymore in terms of leveling up and how you get or ranking up and kind of how, how many points you get and uh, stuff like that. So that's it's been pretty good getting back into Pokemon. The, the new Pokemon kind of add a new dynamic to it. Uh, Blastoise is really cool. I've uh, been using him a bit. Still use Lucario a lot. So got it that. And I also played more of Celeste as well. So I also played yeah. that over. The, yeah. And um, I don't know if it's my style of game, but um, I played it. <laughs> I don't know if it's my style, but I played it. Uh, so that was fun. So, yeah. And, of course, Smash Brothers. Tons of Smash Brothers uh, continuing to play and rank up. Although, Global GSP, I almost, like, don't care about it just because of how weird GSP works. Like, how, how weird, like. How sometimes like you get literally no points and other times you just get like a bunch of points. I guess it's based on how many wins you already have. Uh, but it's interesting kind of fighting an elite smash. That's where it's kind of really at is the elite smash. And uh, you get people with the good connections and uh, seven minutes, three stocks, not crazy, stupid rule sets. So, so yeah, I'm enjoying playing um, an elite smash like with my uh, Sheik and Wolf and stuff like that. So, yeah, so just been doing that really. Nice. Wait, Evan, you played Pokin, didn't you? Or you have it? I played it a little bit, and didn't uh, keep going with it because the community seemed small at the time. Is the community back up and running for it, or is it still like? Nah, it's still uh, tiny. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people who bought the game, but in terms of competitive community that are playing online, nah. Um, although I am not like on my Wii U, I was ranked a lot higher. I was a B1 rank or B2, so the competitive like like the people that were playing were obviously a lot better. Whereas on this one, I'm all the way down. Like it doesn't transfer over your safe file or anything, oh, you yeah. know. So. <laughs> Like I had to start over, so I'm just like destroying everybody, like in the in the lower ranks, and I'm building. I'm back up to about a D, almost a C, almost a C rank. So it, it is, maybe you'll get a, better. Yeah, it is a good game. I mean, I I played it a little bit. I'm not because it's really close to the Tekken mechanics, since it's basically that. Uh, but I'm not really into those mechanics. But I, it felt like a snappy game. It felt really good to play occasionally, but there was just no one for me to play with at that point. So I didn't really want to keep going with it. Yeah, but it's yeah, fun. It seemed pretty cool. I, oh, yeah, it's, I, it's, I, played, uh, I played Gengar as my main for that one. Was, <laughs> Gengar is cool. <laughs> mm. I like Gengar. What about uh, what about Nate? You've been testing some games, checking some stuff out. Uh, yeah, some stuff, but some of it I can't actually discuss yet. Embargoes. But... Look at this guy over here. Have all the embargoed games. Yeah, all these, <laughs> all these embargoes keeping the fun away. Did you like uh, Did you like Battle Princess Madeline? I picked that one up, and I haven't had a chance to play much of it. I enjoy the arcade mode more than the story mode, just because arcade plays like the traditional Ghosts and Goblins, where you have all the powers, you have access to the different types of armor sets. Where story mode, you start off with literally nothing. It's like Metroid. Have... It's like a Metroidvania almost, kind of like you know, you kind of build up as yeah. you go. Yeah, it is kind of because you eventually you can go back to the other areas once you get things like a double jump, so you break down walls and you find secrets and stuff like that. I mean, the story mode is just a little obtuse in terms of direction. 
you're kind of just left to your own and to find where you're supposed to go. Though the game, when it got patched, it did add some like direction. It gives you hints. Mm. Mm. Okay. But like, it's a game that some people will love because it's a has that classic feel, and it's a game that people will hate because they're gonna. It's not hand holding you the entire very time. Di- it's a very difficult game. Yeah, oh, the game will yeah. kick your ass. Repeatedly. If you look up videos of it, people are getting destroyed by that game over and over again. But yeah, but I mean, it's I mean, it's definitely for the Ghosts and Goblins audience. It's people who want to get their ass kicked by little zombies. Uh, some some quick pieces we can go over real quick. Uh, PlayStation Classic done. It's failure, yeah, it's, flopped, all that. Yeah. It's sixty bucks straight up. Some places apparently through Target you can get it for almost almost thirty five dollars with like some discounts and the, the what the cartwheel card or something. Yep. Um, not good. <laughs> not not good. It uh, it sounds like it didn't sell at all leading up to Christmas. I can actually say the Walmart by me I think sold two the entire time it's yeah. been out. <laughs> Um, so any, any thoughts on the PlayStation glass? Do you think Sony will try it again next year? Or do you think they're going to, you think they're going to call it here? Well, so the main question, so I think that they're gonna try this again next year. A hundred percent. I think we're going to see a revision of it. The question I have for you guys is, do you think that we're going to see a reprint or restock of these? Because remember Sony or, uh, sorry, Nintendo was really smart of, they did the opening run of NES and they did the opening run of SNES classics. And then they waited like six months to really build up like the hype again to do a pressure cooker. And now it's one of the highest selling items of the season. Do you think that Sony's going to try and replicate that or are they just done? Like they're just, these, these sold, we're not going to make any more. I don't, they're done. I think, I think, uh, I think retailers actually have too many of them right now. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I think that's the biggest problem is so many of them didn't sell. And I bet you a lot of retailers ordered way more than they should have. There's probably yeah. pallets of these things in the back of Walmart and Target right now. And they don't know what to do. GameStop, GameStop, a company company that you know stocks this stuff like like exclusively like they don't really do a lot like you know they don't sell like shelving or like you know anything else uh they they're selling it for 60 bucks you know it's bad if gamestop is slashing the price like that on a new item they're losing money on that so it's um it's not good i think i think if if they did it again next year they gotta they gotta fix the game catalog it's gotta be a good catalog that's it's pretty clear you can't just put a plug and play out there and it sell you, you got to do that. But I would like to see them take like the remember the PS one slim that they did that body form factor. Yeah, do I that. Still. Yeah, I, I actually like that system. That was that was the PlayStation one that I had the PS one do that mm-hmm. and actually put good games on there. Go to Capcom, go to Square and get some of their back catalog that was good. Like, like there's no Street Fighter game on there. Like, they can yeah, do the version three. So make it just look like a Walkman thing was awesome. <laughs> That'd be cool. I, I really think that they need to put some dual shock edition games yeah. on there. E- even if they, uh, not the crazy, even if they don't do the super special ones, I think it'd be cool to have like Legend of Dragoon on there because it actually made use of the analog sticks or even stuff like uh, Resident Evil 2 dual shock edition actually had extra content and more costumes. Like put that on there. People want that. I think it's going to have to be more expensive though. I think it'd have to be like $130. Oh my god. Oh my god! Like I, it can't. I, I it th- cannot be <laughs> unless they just do one dual shock with it, and then you got to buy another one separately. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm not saying I disagree, but my god, oh my god, that would be a torpedo in the water if it's like you can get both the NES Classic Edition and the SNES Classic Edition together, or you can get just the uh, PlayStation Classic Edition what, too. Yeah, here's the here's the interesting thing though. If think about it this way. Uh, apparently, now after the holidays, Nintendo is not going to be. Uh, selling the Super Nintendo, they're not going to be producing it anymore. 
I mean, I, so they say. Yeah, yeah so they say. say I, I think they're going to bring it back next October. I well, think they're going to stick to their word for a while, but then they're going to make another limited run of them. Like, yeah. it's free money. It's Here, so cheap to make them. Well, here's the thing. Here's where it, where it kind of gets interesting is if they're kind of putting that on hold to do the N64 classic. You think they'll go like silent for a full year? We get N64 in, uh, in 2019 and then do all of them again in 2020? I could see like a, an announcement for the N64 Classic in like summer or even uh, if they wanted to go real early, April. And then they have it ready to go for like September, October launch and it's $100. But then if PlayStation tries to do th- or Sony tries to do the next PlayStation, it's $130. They're in trouble. Like there's no yeah. way. They're, 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 and, and Nintendo has a big advantage because if you really look back on it now, when it was all happening, at, at the time, the PlayStation had an awesome library because they had a lot of third parties. And now you go back on it and you got to license those third parties, whereas Nintendo just has this awesome first party lineup that they can just throw on there. So it's become kind of unfair now, almost unbalanced on the other side. It's interesting I, that 20 years, you know, like what, how, how long ago was that? Was that 20 something years ago? You know, yeah. here, here are 20 something years later. And because of the way that you know, console generation sh- like shook out. Now here we are with them kind of flipping the table and saying, well, we got all the first party stuff like Mario party, Mario Kart, and all this stuff. We're just going to put it on there. So it's, uh, it's interesting to see, but yeah, that would be, that would be fun if, if that happened, or maybe then 64 classic comes out next year and it's literally the only plug and play on the, on the market at the time. God. Yeah. It'd be crazy. My, my main thing is, this is something people were saying about the SNES Classic Edition uh, a lot. Maybe y'all remember a lot of people were saying that they wanted the ability of like, when you buy the SNES Classic Edition, I saw people begging for the ability to get like a download code with it where they could actually play it on the Switch. So it's like you basically get like the first uh, slice of a uh, virtual console with it. Hmm. I think that Sony needs to steal that idea. I think that Sony, when they sell the new version of the PlayStation Classic, make it where we also get download codes where we can play that. Even if it's not on the PS4, at least make it where I can play these. I get eShop codes or whatever it's called, the PlayStation Marketplace. Make it where I can play these games on my Vita. Make it where I can play these games on my uh, PS3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. We'll have to see if the PlayStation 5 is like backwards compatible minus the PS3. Like if you could put like a PS1 disc in and play it. Like how Microsoft has that. that for the original Xbox and the 360. I, I think it'd be important. So I think it'd be important for them to do that. I think it'd be really mm-hmm. cool for them to do that too. So we'll see. Um, they come yeah. out on stage and go, "Everyone is here," and they hold up PS1 discs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be cool though if you could do PS1 and PS2 games. You just pop them in and just play it. That'd be awesome. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Um, and then we had Persona URLs. Any thoughts on? all of these persona urls that are being moved around and, and registered and everything. we got like persona s and persona what m and b and and r all this stuff people are thinking a switch port but what do you what are you guys thinking on that crossing my fingers for a switch port. <laughs> i don't know if it's <laughs> i don't know, what know the if other, it's going to happen what's, what's persona m is that like persona mobile there was that's just i think it's just atlas trying to like it was suggested on their atlas just trying to throw people off on what's <laughs> actually going to be announced yeah, I don't think there's actually going to be anything in terms of like a Persona M or anything like that. Yeah. But Alice does this; they've done this before, like with you know with Persona related domains. So it's just going to be interesting to see what they do, just because um, I know like Persona Four Golden, like that was like that was so dope to be able to play that like that style of game. So I mean, if they were able to bring it over to Switch, that'd be cool. That was one I mean, of the best selling games on the Vita. 
I, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the best second, games too. Yeah. Wasn't it the second highest selling game on the Vita? Yeah, I think I, I think Uncharted was number one. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, what was underneath that? Um, Killzone, I think, was on there as well, and then Call of Duty. Uh, I don't know how was, much Minecraft. I don't. I don't have to. Do, I don't know how much Minecraft sold on, but I know Minecraft I, did okay on the PS Vita too. It, it did, but it also got held back by for the first year. It crashed a lot, so a lot of people would get a Vita, and then everybody was warned away from it. Mm. And I, I say that as somebody who owns uh, Minecraft on Vita, it crashed <laughs> a lot. Uh, mm, yeah, okay. so that's that. That's interesting to hear about that. But you know, I mean, they they have to miss that that handheld aspect. I think a lot of companies are because there's no Sony handheld anymore. I think there's a lot of companies that are like, remember we put this on a handheld and it sold also really well. So I mean, yeah, like God, e- like God Eater. Yeah, God Eater. God Eater struggled a bit in Japan, and that's kind of a shame. Uh, it, it 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 was really helped out by the PSP, even the original, like just the PSP. Uh, but the the Vita definitely helped out that series a lot. So I have to imagine that I mean the Switch is coming up on the it's within a million units already of the PS4's lifetime sales, like combined. Like it's already past the PS4 OG, like the regular model, but. With the pro added in, it's like less. It's less than a million away, and it's it's been re- like breaking off some two hundred seventy thousand, two hundred eighty thousand unit weeks. So it's gonna that, it'll, it'll get there. That's in that's in Japan specifically, right? Mm-hmm. Just Japan. Yep. Yeah. That, that so, yeah. So just just break that down because I've seen people say it, but I I feel like I don't fully understand it, and we'll explain it a little bit for the listeners. So that just means like literally, even though the PlayStation Four has been out for like five years in Japan, the Switch is about to surpass it in two years. Yeah, yeah, yep. It because it'll be two years in March, and I actually think it'll have passed it by then. That's crazy. Yeah. Japan got a little bit of a delayed launch, so we got the we got the PS Four in twenty thirteen, and they got it in early twenty fourteen. Oh, oh, that's okay. right. I, I remember because that was weird. That. I remember when that was happening. We were like, "That's weird." <laughs> like Sony, yeah. Sony leans on the Americas heavily now. Yeah, um, yeah. So. Well, they wanted to have stock too because they knew it was going to be a hot seller. So yes. they wanted to have stock as well. So like, well, we're just they knew it was going to sell way more in America and Europe. Yep. So yeah, and it do- it does, yeah, it does. But yeah, and that it's very interesting to think about that. Uh, yeah, Max, right? <laughs> it's um, what's interesting is that that will sway the Japanese developers that a lot of us play their games. Like like you were just talking about Yakuza earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they're probably looking at that like, uh huh. <laughs> I I want Yakuza on Switch, and what did they have a dumb statement early this year where they were saying like they're not going to bring Yakuza to Switch right now because they tried to sell it on Wii U and it just flopped. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't make any sense really now that you're really looking at it. But the in- other interesting thing is because the Switch and the PS4 can both do something like Unreal Engine and Unreal is being adopted by all these uh these uh, the J- Japanese developers, they'll be much more inclined to take a chance on a game since they can release it on two big install bases in Japan. Mm-hmm. So, and, and also it's a matter of the Yakuza team has gotten way better at releasing stuff like on crazy time schedules. Like if you're not a Yakuza fan, you may not realize this, but we got two massive Yakuza games this year. We got Kiwami 2, yeah. which is a full remake, and we got uh, number six, Song of Life. So clearly they're getting better at porting stuff and making stuff. And so, ju- Judgment I, I, just came out. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. So I, I definitely <laughs> think it's a possibility it'll come out on uh, Switch. If I, it does, I'm going to beat it all over again. I can see, ju- I, I'm, I actually wouldn't be surprised if Judgment found its way over at some point. Like after yeah. they get it done and localized and everything, if they go back and say, oh, maybe, maybe we'll put it on the Switch. And, and something I think will, I've noticed a lot of a lot of Switch people have been talking about a lot of the games that are starting to come to Switch have in-game achievements where instead of having like console bound ones, like the games has built in challenges. Uh, Yakuza has that. I think people would get a big kick out of the fact that if there's like a 
beat 20 arcade games and like go to the batting cages five times uh go all the way on a date you know that game man that game so like you start talking about like that you're like i thought this was like about the you know the yeah, yakuza like murders. what <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's funny that'll be that'll be interesting to see it's just gonna be um there is a there is a picture of sakurai hugging Morgana on my Twitter feed right now. That's funny. Um, yeah, it's uh, so <laughs> Sakura paid a little visit to Atlas's office. That's funny. Too. That's funny. Ah. Uh, that, that that's actually that's good stuff. But yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see how that shakes out over the course of 2019, which we're gonna get to here in a second because that we're starting to see that the switch is lining up with dev cycles now with something like Mortal Kombat 11 and even Doom hitting mm-hmm. everything at once, and now it's climbing up the ladder in Japan. It's interesting to see what the Japanese developers do with that. I hope they just take more chances on some, maybe even some older series. Like we talk, we heard about Pan, we heard about Panzer Dragoon getting some kind of remake. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a feeling they're going to put that on the PS4 and the switch instantly. So because they have these massive install bases, even in Japan, I think we'll see some of that now, which is cool for anyone who's a big JRPG fan. So it's exciting stuff right now. How about like parasites Eve? Yeah. How about yeah. like, how about like Chrono Trigger? Where's Chrono Cross? How about all that stuff comes back? That'd be dope. I would like to see I, that, yeah. Parasite Eve, man. I, I beat all three of the Parasite Eve games. They're as weird as they are, they've aged so good. I want another one. Uh Evan, if you you haven't really played a Persona game in a long time, right? Not really, no. Okay, okay. I would actually I would actually like to get your take on Persona 5 at some point. So if it does uh ever find its way to the Switch, we'll have you check it out. To see what you think. I mean, I have you have a PS4 and I have it here on the PS4, but you, yeah. with how it's it's a long game. I think it's like 120 hours. I think I know yeah. it's at least 100 hours to beat it. Um, so you might actually like it though, having the kind of that old school JRPG style with a ton of like it's just it's just a very very stylish like game. Well, we'll it's, it's very see, very cool. I, I did watch a couple of my Twitch friends play it, and it was interesting. I just don't know how close to something that would keep me wanting to play it over time would actually pan out you know i I really liked uh back in the day digital devil saga as well yep Mm. that's a game a lot of people didn't play as much either it came in like a dual pack i remember getting one and two on the ps2 i i bought it uh yeah recently i found it for five bucks what a lot of it yep i found it for five bucks in the original double pack case wow that's a good deal dude behind all my ps4 games in the background i have about 150 ps2 games and that was one of those ones where I found for five bucks, and they clearly just mispriced it. So I just walked up to the register. I was like, "I would like this game. Please don't price check." <laughs> yeah, I need to get back on that too. I'm I'm starting to back up uh, collecting for the GameCube, and the PS2 is like such a daunting collection to get into because it's there's so many. There's like two thousand what twenty four hundred games something like that on that system. It's insanity. In America, I think we have one thousand three hundred and forty. Oh, okay. Is what I think that ever was. Yeah, because I think there's like eight hundred something on the GameCube, so that's a little more like okay, I can do this. But yeah. I went on. Uh, GameStop's doing buy to get one, and I picked up a lot of the commons on there, and it was very cheap. I think I got like fifteen or sixteen games for less than a hundred dollars. That's so. that's how I got a big part of my Dreamcast collection. Was I I bought a lot of them during the dip, like uh, in the early two thousands. They were all so valueless, and I bought them for like two or three bucks each. Uh, and then later on, when I wanted to fill out the catalog, I literally got an alphabetical list of like every game I didn't have, all the stupid commons and stuff. I was like, okay. ESPN basketball, uh, flag to flag racing. Mm. Uh, I guess before we move on, Nate, any any thoughts on any of the any persona URLs or anything? Uh, let's just say no. Okay, okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Nate is tight lipped. That is fine. That is fine. I understand. That's right. Going in twenty nineteen with no teasing. Okay, that that is fair. I I get it. 
2018 was an interesting year in games. I think everyone could agree on that. It, it might have been one of the most controversial years I've seen in a long time. I mean, think about what we've seen. We've seen Bethesda fall from grace, like in, yeah. in one shot. Isn't that crazy? Is is like they were they were so they were so like loved by fans, and now we get to the end of 2018, and people just cannot stand this company now. Yeah, <laughs> like, what, like what happened to them? I don't. I mean, I guess it, Fallout 76. One game really did them in after all the stuff they've done. Mm-hmm. That one game does them in. It just it went against their own philosophy. Like they spent all of 2017, their marketing advertise their marketing campaign for all of 2017 was save single player. Let's focus on single player. Let's glorify single player. And then 2018, the only major game they release is multiplayer only. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and it's not even a good multiplayer game. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's it's I, broken. I think that's what kind of happens, you know, when they're talking about single player, and then people don't actually support it, like with in massive droves, and they're thinking, wait a minute, we just released, you know, the Evil Within, we just released Wolfenstein, like why aren't these games doing as well as X, Y, or Z game, you know? And they look at all the games that were selling, it's like, oh, they're all multiplayer, so maybe they had a little bit of a you know, change of heart after they got some sales numbers. Maybe they put too many games out that year. Maybe because they, they released the evil within and how many games did they release last year? They, they I think it was like six. I think somebody calculated. It was like, uh, I want to say they did like a giant expansion for fallout or something. And then they did evil within, they did pray. They did, uh, uh, Wolfenstein two. They did a bunch. Yeah, like they, they did, did like a ton of games in like one year that is like oh well, what about next year you know like yeah. on top of it and like none of those games actually did like super super well i mean they, they probably all were profitable or whatever but mm-hmm. i mean it's not like none of like none of them really did like tons and like millions and millions of units so i mean like i think maybe that was the issue there they just kind of went through too much in 2017 and didn't really have much for 2018 and needed something that's going to have recurring revenue you know um whereas those games like aren't selling anymore so mm-hmm. What do you what do you what do you think about the I guess just in general Nate about Bethesda dropping so hard? They definitely had a rough year. I mean, Fallout seventy six didn't even have a good showing when they announced it at E three, uh-huh. so it seemed like they were pretty much on a pathway to a very bad launch for the game to begin with. And but I mean, they're going to recover next year. We have the Wolfenstein DLC coming next year. Bethesda always seems to bounce back, even if they do release a terrible product. Uh-huh. They, they, well, and they, they released an official statement in 2017 after several of their games sold bad in a row where, uh, like, their official statement said, like, we're not worried because we're Bethesda. Our games sell forever. So they're like, yeah, a lot of our games don't explode at launch, and we're okay with that. Yeah, I mean, next year next year alone, we have the Wolf of Sign. We have Doom Eternal. So I think going forward, they'll be fine. Everyone's going to forget about the disaster of Fallout 76 by you know, mid 2019 anyways. Once we get those new games, it's going to be who cares about Fallout 76. We have new stuff to look forward to. And then once they announce like Fallout 5, no one's going to remember yeah. the disaster that we got of this West Virginia apocalyptic wasteland. The the big thing is, I think we all understand that they're going to try and no man's sky this. They purpose released a game to get some sales and they're just going to keep patching it and patching and patching it. And they're going to do a giant free update at some point and everyone's going to be like, oh, the heroes of multiplayer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Fallout 76, it, just, they didn't properly test it leading up to launch. You could tell basically launch was a beta test. Yeah. And either, either that or they're just going to rely on it until uh, Blades drops because, I mean, it's cell phone market, so Japan yeah. might carry well, their online side. I, 
and I, I've played Elder Scrolls Blades now. I've gotten a ch chance to play the alpha version of it at a press event, and it's very legit. I, that thing is going to take off. No, yeah, they're they're going to polish the hell out of that because it that's the market. Like yep. the the MMO market, like Fallout seventy six, isn't really as impressive i mean uh, conan exiles did the same thing and that wasn't really that great selling like it's very hit or miss very specific games make it in that genre but like cell phone game you're just shotgun blasting into a market it's going to hit sorry about the little guy little guy was going down for a nap he wanted to say good night so uh, <laughs> no you're all right man. Uh, no, no, no problem uh 20 2018 what were we just talking about while i was gone we were just kind of talking and kind of diving deep into the the good and bad of uh, Fallout seventy six, most of the bad. And Bethesda. I was like, "Did we hear any good? Wait a minute, hold on. Did anybody say any good?" <laughs> the, ga the game turns on. When yeah, the turn it turns on, <laughs> but, but probably not for everybody. Yeah, uh, I was looking through the like the very large list of games that have come out. I mean, starting in January, I, this is the thing. There are some games I forget that they just come out. Like Dragon Ball Fighters and Monster Hunter World came out in January. And it, it almost feels like they've been around for so long. I forgot they were even this year. Mm -hmm. But uh, Monster Hunter World and Dragon Ball Fighters Celeste was also in January, which is another another good one. I mean, this is you know I look at it. This has been like a great year for indie games. Mm -hmm. like, I'm really just looking down this list. I mean, both Celeste and Messenger were in there. Uh, there was that game that I didn't even play that won Best Art Direction, I think, at the Game Awards. Yeah, Oberdin. Yeah, that one. I didn't I didn't even play that, and it looked really really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, and then going into February, wow, February had a ton of releases too. Yeah, every month. So obviously, I'm a reviewer. Man, this entire year, I loved it because I was always swamped, but I also hated it because I was always swamped. Like, and everything was good. Like, the problem was like there were so many good games to play. It's not like you could just like wham bam, thank you, man. It was really like, oh my god, I got to do another 15 side quests in this amazing game. How am I gonna have time? Yeah, like February had a lot of like I'm trying to see think if there's anything really big that was in February. It was definitely yeah, like, like Metal Gear Survive. That was a, Oh no, oh, that yeah. was this year. People we all forgot <laughs> about that game. Yeah, no. I totally forgot about I thought that was last year. I totally forgot King, about that. Kingdom Josh. Come Deliverance dropped in February, oh, which okay. is still considered yep. one of the best designed and looking games for that type of genre. Bayonetta one and two collection was in there as well. Age of Empires right. Definitive Edition. A lot of sports layers of fear came to sea of thieves. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a uh, secret. Of, oh yeah, the secret of mana. That's right. They did the they did put the secret of mana uh, uh, remaster game out. I guess <laughs> mm -hmm. um, that kind of fell off too. I forgot about that game. Hey, did y'all notice this? Is something I was thinking about last night is: Did y'all notice that it seemed like we got almost no big DLC in all of 2018? Like we had a bunch of games, but did y'all notice it seemed like we had like almost no major expansions? Maybe that's just me. I oh, feel like yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. The yeah. expansions we got were more focused on the games as service stuff through Xbox, so they weren't paid for. Because uh, mm. technically, Sea of Thieves got like four expansions that actually drastically increase the amount of stuff you can do in it and then no one talked about it really you're thinking of like uh like the witcher 3's dlc like how yeah. massive that was or like uh, uh was it uncharted lost legacy or, or mm -hmm. even something like uh the mmos that every time the expansions come out it's like a giant expanded world i don't remember anything coming out for like final fantasy like outer scrolls or online or, like or yeah yeah was I, Wars 2 one this year or was it last year i thought that was last year too yeah, yeah that might be last year 
Mm. Torrent, yeah, I think I think OJ's nailed it. Like the only major DLC we got that had a lot of hype around it was Torna. Mm. Well, technically that was a standalone anyway, so it was like DLC and standalone. Yeah, so, and I got that mix. Yeah, it just depends on when how you bought it. You know, like it was DLC for some, I guess, right? Because oh yeah, you can just download or like if you paid for the season pass, then you just download it. It just updated, and then you can also get it standalone too. So mm. Mm. yeah, it was uh, it was definitely definitely interesting year for expansions but then going into like march we had we had a oh, i just clicked the wrong page but going in, into march we, we had well actually no, we did we have the final fantasy 15 stuff didn't we max on windows and everything didn't they have stuff on there so, or am i thinking wrong final fantasy 15 no i mean they oh, they wow. had the windows the windows edition but the windows edition was just uh grouping everything together hmm. i mean the only really big thing that happened in the final fantasy 15 news is obviously them canceling all future dlc and they uh they finally chop the multiplayer out the multiplayer is now a separate game okay okay interesting um and then and then of course going into i guess just in general in april we had god of war which was a big one mm-hmm. uh but he's eight he's eight yep he's eight was a big one to have as well that one that game had some weird issues on windows and stuff that was such a weird they, situation with that one during the beta yeah but they ironed most of them out by release because they gave us that early copy and you could feel them they were pretty bad but then literally by release almost maybe like 50 percent of the ones i kept getting hit with were gone mm. so that was pretty good you got stuck fighting a big fish in that one didn't you evan uh no i got the where i got stuck was on the mountainside with the uh that dragon chicken thing that just keeps knocking me off and i can't Mm -hmm. seem to dodge it properly for some reason oh okay okay Mm -hmm. fair enough (laughs) (laughs) we had a landed and i was like that that's the best creature in this game that's awesome (laughs) we had a a yakuza 6 like max was saying that was in april as well on the playstation 4 just good Had Labo, Labo released, Variety Kit and Robot Kit, uh, which now is making its way in the this, in this schools, like I was saying, it probably should have done in the first place, where they had some deal with like 2,000 schools, but I haven't really heard it much about Labo recently either, like at all, so I don't know what happened to that. I, I think... Toy-Con in the sometimes it's in the top 20 media crate, that's all I've seen yeah. when it comes to the, the new Toy-Con one, the Toy-Con 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I do think Nintendo probably wanted that to be bigger than it was. It seemed like they wanted that to be like the new balance board, like the new thing everybody got, and uh, it just wasn't. I think people got it initially, but then it fell. It had a like a steep like drop off, and then it just kind of people just kind of forgot about talking about it. the the newer kit is probably the one they should have released when it first came out because that one looked a little more interesting and it seemed to work with like I think if it worked with Mario Kart right out of the gate, it probably would have been a little more interesting to people. Hmm. But they didn't have any recognizable characters with it or anything. They just kind of threw it out there. I feel like they probably made their money on it and everything enough to, to oh, yeah. not lose money on it. But I th- I think they, like you're saying, Max, I think they were just taking a chance on it maybe to see if it would take over the internet and become like this massive thing. People have done some cool stuff with it, but I don't think it went viral like they were kind of hoping it would throughout like the year. And they were thinking maybe we'd just be on Labo kits over the next 10 years or something because it was strong enough. But it was at least creative and it pretty much shows that you never know what Nintendo's going to come up with out of that R&D department. I mean, this is stuff we see that comes out of the R&D department. What, what's in there right now? <laughs> like, it's got to be insane. It's got to be like Willy Wonka levels in there. Yeah. Uh, South Park came out. Fractured uh, butthole. <clears throat> Going into May. See, I'm, there's a lot of games on here that are like smaller games that I'm seeing. Now, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition, that came out. That was cool. The Legacy Collection for the Switch. I found our DLC, Elder Scrolls Online, Somerset. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> That's a, the fact that none of us remember that is, is kind of telling. <laughs> but, uh, okay, sure. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Detroit Become Human. Mm-hmm. Love that one. You like that one? Yeah. I actually got it on Black Friday. I still need to play it. It's uh, it's great, man. Uh, be warned. It is. I, I think one of the ballsiest things about that game is that characters can die and you just lose a whole part of the game. Like there's three main characters. And if you make a bad choice and they die, that story just ends. Boom. That's it. There goes. Well, that was uh, that was heavy rain as well. I thought you could yep. characters would die I, in that one. I, I accidentally killed a character in heavy rain. And since it's had like a whole like 10 minute sequence of it happening, I just thought that was the official story. <laughs> like <laughs> years later, I looked at it. and I was like, Oh, that character was supposed to survive. Oh, whoops. Uh, then going into June, we had, Oh yeah, there's elder scrolls online Somerset. There you go. I mean, you got that uh, <laughs> going into June. We had Shaq Fu. Shaq Fu came out. Good, good stuff good stuff uh we had an interesting story with onrush onrush didn't do that well it had it remember it had a lot of issues and they had to like rework their studio a bit from what i remember but then that actually showed up on game pass very very fast so that was kind of the first time that a game showed up on game pass almost right away uh almost because of a poor launch and it's, it's kind of made people wonder if other day and date third party games could show up vampire I actually, I actually was all right with Vampire. I didn't think that was a bad game. Some people did. I thought that was actually kind of hit or miss. I, I hated it. Uh, most, <laughs> most of the internet really came around on it. Like I, I realized I am now one of the few people left that really, really disliked it. I thought so it I really, yeah, yeah. It's just me. I, I did not like the, the facial animations. Mm-hmm. I did not like the dialogue pass. That was my thing. Is And I thought the whole leveling system was weird like where you had to drink blood to level up and the more you knew people the more it gave you so you'd have to like do quests for somebody so you had to basically choose which characters you're going to kill like very interesting mechanics but after a while it's kind of like can i just beat the hell out of people like I, can i beat blade <laughs> i did think it was kind of interesting that they that they gave you the opportunity to just kill people in the in like the town but yeah. it'll affect things going forward but it lets you kind of fast track the leveling system a bit because when you kill yeah. somebody, you got a, a ton of experience, but yeah. it would affect things in like your your normal life when you were trying to talk to people. So yeah, it was, it was I, I'll be honest. I I killed off the whole homeless population. <laughs> the homeless. <laughs> oh man, that's uh that's fun. And then uh we had Unravel two come out. I actually bought that. I played about halfway through it. I got to play a little more of that. Uh, we had Sushi Striker, which seemed to really struggle. That really had a hard time. Sushi Striker did, which is a shame because it seems so interesting. And no I mean, it, it's kind of a it's it's a cool game and everything, but I just just people just overlooked it right away. I think the price really hurt it too. It was like fifty dollars yeah. when it came out. Yeah, the price, the price, and just I don't know, just compared to what you know what else people were kind of planning on. I'm just not sure if it just like stuck on. Like I, I played the demo and I thought it was cool. I was just like, eh, I don't know if I want to spend fifty bucks on this, and yeah, I, mean, I don't even know if I want to review it. Weeks later, you got <laughs> Mario Tennis Aces out. So. Yeah. Marta, what did, Nate, did you did you play Sushi Striker? I can't remember if it was you or someone else who talked about it a lot. No, I never. I didn't even play the demo. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. That's what I mean. It's a lot of people just kind of like eh, they just saw it. And they're like, okay, that's cool. But Fortnite's out, <laughs> which uh, that came when did out. Sushi Striker come out? Okay. Uh, it says Sushi Striker came out on the eighth of June, and then four days later, of course, Fortnite came out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think I was playing like getting ready for ease or something like that, or I was just doing other stuff. Oh, yes. Hyrule Warriors, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. I was still kind of uh, playing and dabbling with that too. Yep, yeah, e- Ease Eight. Ease Eight came out later on on the twenty sixth, actually, on the Switch. So there's that. Yep. It's getting hyped for Octopath too. So yeah. yes, yes, we also had Octopath coming out. Uh, Crash Bandicoot did make its way to the Switch windows and xbox one as well later on that 
that month. Uh, Hollow Knight also made its uh, console debut, or it did pretty well on the Switch, so that's good to see. That's good to see. Uh, well, I was playing that, too. I streamed that for hours. That game's great. Oh, Hollow Knight's awesome, man. I have it on yeah. Steam, and I have it on um, the Switch. Great game. Great game. They actually that's made so good, good money on it, too, so that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Uh, the following month, we did have uh, Octopath Traveler came out. Good game. I liked it. It's a mm-hmm. fun game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting because that studio apparently is going to now break off in inside Square, but they're getting like their own like what like part of the building and everything. They're getting their own studio, uh, workforce, and yeah, Division Eleven. Yeah, this is Division Eleven. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Now uh, they're getting all kinds of resources, I guess, to make games for. They they made sure to note that it's for not just the they're not like just a Switch developer and develop games for basically everything. Just about it sounded like anyway the way they were making it sound, but they're talented, so give them more money, right? I've heard a lot of people speculate this, so this isn't my own original idea, but I've heard a lot of people say that they've been trying to create another Final Fantasy, something else they can just churn out sequels to that people will get invested in, and they think that's what Division Eleven is going to be in charge of, is like making more Octopath Traveler, but also making stuff for their consoles, find new ways to basically create RPGs between the big five-year cycle of Final Fantasy. Well, Finishing they, Final Fantasy Fortress. If the partnership worked yeah. out as well as it seemed to between them and Nintendo, I'm sure Nintendo will probably publish another project for them. Yeah. Uh, but then they'll also be like, well, let's make something for the... What's what's the cumulative total of all the systems combined right now? Like 160, 170 million systems or something like that? Yeah. You know, they're going to be like, yeah, let's let's just let's make something for everyone for 170 million potential customers. So you'll have that. But I think Nintendo, they're on like a publishing spree right now with that and what we had, Ultimate Alliance 3. And so mm-hmm. I, I think they'll, uh, they'll probably do something else with that team just because. And we had uh, X Collection, Mega Man X Legacy Collection, which I, I liked a lot. Because it's Mega Man X. Everyone can experience it. Uh, don't like X8. Yeah. Don't like it at all. <laughs> the level design is bad. I'm sorry. People liked it. It's, it's bad. Go play Mega Man X4. X4 is good. X3 is good as well. X2? Eh, I can take that or leave it. Uh, did, did everyone get X Collection? I don't yep. know. Evan, you didn't get it, did no. you? I got the classic Mega Man Collection, not the X Collection. Uh, I got to get you that X Collection, man. I think I have it physically. Yeah, I bought it physically. But they gave me a code for the other ones, which is annoying. But uh, I need to get to that X collection, that first one, that first cartridge. It's pretty good. good. I, I love playing the old ones. The old ones are great. Yeah, the, the cartridge that I got physically has X1, 2, 3, and 4 on it. And then the PS2 and PS1 games are on, like, the next the download code. Um, you have PS4 as well, so that actually comes with two discs. And it might even be cheaper on there by now, because some of those games got marked down heavily. Uh, and then, of course, we had a at the end of... X, the X collection. If you go into the the museum, one of the pictures in there says uh, the fight, his fight's not over or something for Mega Man X. So X nine, maybe next year, maybe we'll see, we'll see. Uh, the No Man's Sky patch dropped that month. So oh yeah, bring it back. yeah. That actually, you know what? That actually went over. I don't hear as many people mad at No Man's Sky anymore. I know yeah. some people have said starting still sucks, like getting things together to finally start to join the universe still kind of sucks and isn't really paced well. But then once you get past that hump, it's fantastic. Well, the the new, the way multiplayer works in that is actually really smart. It's very intuitive. It kind of just, it, it accidentally puts you in a solar system with other players in a really cool mm. way. So like every time you play, 
you're on your planet, you have your base, you're able to just start warping around, but you just stumble on other people in a natural way. Uh, it was great. I had a lot of like cool connections. I still don't like that game very much because I feel like it's extremely slow. It's only for people who want to play like 300 hours of a crafting simulator. But it was cool to be able to like land and walk up to a guy who's speaking Norwegian and like make hand gestures at each other and go build something. That was really cool. Hmm. Okay. And we, uh, we moved into August where that's when the game releases started to really pile up. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in August. Yakuza Zero. Mm-hmm. Yep, that made, its way, that made its way to Windows, actually, yeah. People were blowing that thing up in 4K. It looked ridiculous. Yeah. The official uh, release of Dead Cells. Yes, yes. And that was that uh, that went over well. <laughs> yeah, I, I, heard that, I heard there was some mess around that. <laughs> uh, HD found its way to the Switch, which was cool. Monster World went to Windows. Um, also good because it actually worked out fairly well on Windows. People bought it a lot, and it did really well for like I think that game passed ten million copies too at this point. Uh, the Messenger. Everyone should play the Messenger. Great game. Windows and Switch. I just got it, so Ooh. I'll be playing it. Yeah, yeah just, check that out. Just got it for free, so nice. Cool. Okay, okay. Yeah, the um, Twitch Prime. You get games and messenger was one of the games that they just let you get so I, I have it downloaded i'm gonna i'm gonna play yeah messenger was awesome. one of them wow if you if you have amazon prime just link it to your twitch account and they'll give you free games all the time it's fantastic i will do that because i have amazon awesome. prime <laughs> yeah i will do that uh man the messenger though wow that's a good one smoke and sacrifice too they also give you that game for free which is i haven't played it yet but it looks i remember covering it, it looked it looked cool hmm. Yeah, check the messenger out. That's a that's a that's a deeper game than you'd figure. Like I started playing it and I thought I was almost done the game, and then it completely changes and opens up again. That's like a twenty something hour game, and it's like Ninja Gaiden side scrolling Metroidvania, and it's uh it's really well done. It's really well done. So I'd recommend uh, checking it out. Uh, the Max had probably one of the best days ever on the twenty first when Shenmue one and two released. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> I. I still think that's one of the happiest when they sent me the review code because they sent me the review code two weeks early. Oh, man, so not only did I play that game, I bought uh, five copies of it. I have a bunch of copies. I have the collector's edition that only came out in Japan. I got full platinum trophies on uh, both the games. I got every collectible. I did everything. God, they're so good, man. Uh, moving into September, we had Dragon Quest Eleven, which is actually one of my favorite RPGs of the year. Great game. Um, and now it's, I'm going to get, I guess, more of it on the Switch when S comes out, because apparently there's more stuff in that one. Uh, I skipped Madden 19, by the way, because uh, it's Madden 19. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really... The, the sports games... Like, did anyone realize that NHL 19 even came out this year? I didn't see anyone talk about that thing. <laughs> I mean, NHL fans did, but none of them are vocal. So. Oh, okay, sure. Well, they're all in Canada, so it's all good. You know, yeah. <laughs> all the NHL fans. Uh, yes, uh, but... We were kind of coming up on when everything started dropping. Was there anything in October, November, December that really got you guys, that really grabbed you? Because we're going into uh, a little later in the podcast. I wanted to also get into 2019. Anything big? Like Darksiders 3, I think, was a dark horse. I think it was better than a lot of people gave it credit for. And they just patched it recently to change it up a little bit as well. I don't know if you saw that, Max. They they patched it and uh, uh, made it less Dark Souls-y, I guess is what you'd say. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. What they what they do? Like, oh, there was a massive patch list um, where they, they did a lot oh, of stuff. Wow. I really was asking. Okay. I sent them a message. And they were like, we'll look into it about an Xbox One X enhancement patch. Uh, I don't think they've done that yet, which is a shame. Um, but uh, they, they changed it up a lot. This was recent. This was the beginning of... It was on the 6th. Hmm. Or, okay. Actually, no. Six days ago. I'm sorry. Six, six days ago. Uh, da, 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 there we go. Game second update. Uh, yeah, I, see, I, I got it pulled up right here. I can see it. 
Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. so you, you can kind of see what what uh what I'm talking about on kind of their their combat. You can play around with the settings even, and they even raised the level cap to 200. So they did a lot of stuff to kind of rebalance it a bit. Mm, the ledge grabbing, that's the thing. Yeah. Improve the detection and so she can grab it more consistently because that was an yeah. issue that I was having a little bit. It was okay. well, it's really weird is because she throws herself when you're holding onto a ledge and pull yourself up, she throws herself like 20 feet in the air. So you would assume that it would make like landing and stuff easy, but sometimes you would still slip off. Like you your hands would touch a ledge and she's doing the reach animation and you just go through it. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, get get this uh, l listen to this option, Max, one they added. This is the big one. Added new option for combat. Upon loading a save or starting a game, players will be prompted to choose between default and classic combat. Classic mode should feel more like previous Darksiders, ti Darksiders titles, allowing Fury to dodge, interrupt her attacks as well as use items mm -hmm. instantly. Much like what we do with Darksiders 1 and, and 2. Um, and then the other option is, is, is Darksiders is, uh, Dark Souls, basically, like we've already been so, playing. <laughs> where, so where it has more wind up, because that was the weird thing. It's yep. like there was there was like a purposeful delay to yep. all her yep. actions. It felt like there yep. was an input delay just put in there just and, because. <laughs> and if you weren't playing on like a fast monitor, that was my issue too. Ah, it was like it made it, e it made it even worse if yep. you weren't playing like on a fast. Yep. It was like what the hell? Like yep. just, that's why I got this this one millisecond bad boy over here. That's yeah, why. Well, exactly. That's I, mean, I, I played it again on my uh, on the one that you recommended, yep. and it's it's definitely better. But now with this new option, it's even going to play better because you can interrupt like you're supposed to in Dark Siders. Yes. So, I'm definitely going to go through and maybe beat it now at this yep. point. Those monitors help a lot with things like fighting games or like any of oh these fast God. moving games like Dark Night Siders. and day with Smash Bros. Night and day. With, you, I mean, I can't even go back. I actually took my my 50-inch TV out of my office here. I'm like, I'm never playing anything on that again. I put it in the, ex, the spare yeah. room. That I people, don't, people don't realize that a lot of these TVs have 20 to 40 millisecond like just lag in general. Uh, and then they play on a yeah. monitor and then they go back. Like, I have a hard time doing it. I can't do it. Oh, so yeah. Absolutely. I play on a monitor. Um, absolutely. Yes. Uh, and then, oh, actually, this was around the time that that Nate uh, became famous on YouTube for a bit too. <laughs> Do you remember this, Nate? <laughs> when you you went off on a on a rant on the Spawncast, and people posted you up on, all over the place about yeah. about an interesting thing that that uh, turned out to be correct. Actually, the the Grinch. The, well, your take on the Grinch leak. <laughs> I didn't see where people were posting. Can I, oh, it was I great. Oh, it was so good. God, you didn't see that whole video. Of Guy added like music <laughs> to my rant. It, yeah. No, I need to see that. <laughs> yeah, like the 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 composer was the was the guy from like Reddit. What's his name? Like Das Vergenberg, or whatever his name is. And all the people in the comments were like, "This guy is such a jackass." And then after the Grinch leak was confirmed fake, they're like, "Well, I'm still not going to say sorry." <laughs> oh, that was yeah, so good. I think, I think it's on Silver Gunner's channel. Oh, it was so funny though. If you listen back to it, it was great. People uh, uh, like the music at the uh, behind it was that that video got a lot of views too. <laughs> yeah, I think the last time I saw it, which was a couple months, it was like a month ago, it was like fifty thousand views. I think it's more than that now. I think it's like I thought it was like like almost almost a hundred thousand. I thought. What's Jeez. the name of the video? <laughs> oh God! I, I'll have to look it up. <laughs> Um, let's see if I can Send find me a link, Nate, to Twitter or something on DM. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have to find it. And, uh, oh man, I searched, uh, if you want, if you want some funny stuff now, search Smash Bros. Ultimate, like, Grinch leak. And there are a lot of people who are like, are these, are all these guys lying to us? Oh, and, yeah. And it, it, none of these videos age well. Like, you're looking at it now, it's like, oh man. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, they thought we like. They thought Nintendo paid us off to say the leak was fake to throw them off track, and I mean, I wish, I wish I was getting a check. I, yeah, I was saying we can do that. Grand, be like, say the Grinch leak is, you know, fake. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sure. Let me just put this because because I think all of us at some point are are they say you're being paid to say this. Let me make this crystal clear to anybody who ever says that to anybody who is in the games business. If a company actually approached us and offered to pay us to lie we would make a million dollars by leaking that. Like, there's no way we would actually take that money because, like, if, if Sony approached me and said, like, hey, we're coming out with this bad game, we'll pay you to say it's good, I would make way more money just revealing that. So don't don't ever think that any YouTuber is being paid to lie. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm, I'm tr- I was trying to remember what it was called. Uh, it, it actually wasn't, I don't even think it was called anything to do with the Grinch leak either when the video went up, Nate. I, ca- I can't remember what it was called, though. Uh, I don't remember how, like, I just, somebody, I saw it on Twitter when it was going around because everyone was, you know, attacking me on Twitter for my, because I, because <laughs> I attacked people harassing people. They're like, how dare you call me out? And I didn't do anything. Like, if you didn't have the sense to know I wasn't talking about you, then you have a guilty conscience. Yeah, I can't find it. It was, it was very funny. I wonder if they, I don't think they took it down. There's no way they took that thing. It down. was too funny. Yeah, it was just it was just really really funny. Uh man, I'll see if I can find it again. That was, that was pretty funny. So you can check it out, OJ. All right. Um, it was it was good though. So uh, then we had of course Spider Man, which is an awesome game of 2018. Some people thought it should have been game of the year, but I th- I think God of War. I think I think it makes sense for God of War to get it. Red Dead of course came out as well, and then Smash Bros. Ultimate. Was there any other games that you guys wanted to point out that came out in 2018 before we move on to 2019? Well, I mean, Talk about well, I mean, aspirations. The end of the year was was uh, what Black Ops, Mega Man 11 dropped at the end of the year as well. Like there was so yeah, many. I, I do want to give the major titles were then. I I got to give credit, man. Black Ops is actually good. I I just want to like say that like holy crap, Call of Duty doesn't suck as much as it once did. I just want to say that. Yeah. Battlefield. Uh, oh, that oh, was yeah. Battlefield. Yeah, they they, they <laughs> took all the sucking within themselves. Battlefield went about as well as uh, I thought it would. <laughs> uh, but that was more EA's fault than just the game, because it seems like DICE actually made a decent game after they pa- finished patching it and everything. Um, but, yeah, EA did a very bad job with PR. <laughs> uh, like It looked like Battlefield was pretty glitchy in, in beta when it first came out, but it seems like they, they cl- try to clean a lot of that stuff up mm-hmm. um, while EA worked to help sell the game. <laughs> oh, man. So, 2019. 2019 is coming up quickly. There's a lot of games that are already kind of talked about, but nothing has been... I mean, we have some stuff that's set up for dates, but... Like, all right, so in January, we have a game that I'm looking forward to that not as many people are talking about, Ace Combat 7. I thought you were going to say Fitness Boxing. My bad. Oh, wow. That is, that's coming up quick. <laughs> January 4th, man, on the on the Switch now. <laughs> Got to get in shape, man. New Year's resolution. Let's go. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Ace Combat 7 is one I'm looking forward to, but I found out that the VR missions are only like, there's only like four of them. So that's kind of annoying. <laughs> that was something that actually would have been really cool to play all the way through it, like Resident Evil. But no one's really talking about Ace Combat. That's kind of like, I guess, just flying under the radar. But then we have, of course, Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes. We're checking that out. Mm-hmm. And the big ones, I guess, that everyone really wants to get to is Resident Evil 2 and Kingdom Hearts 3. Those are out within, like, five days of each other. Mm-hmm. Which is unfortunate. Well, Resident <laughs> Evil... Resident, well, the interesting thing is, I don't remember Resident Evil being that long. I thought that was a pretty short game, right? To play through it once, Max? I I, I 
actually set the world record at one point. True story. If you look at my channel, one of my oldest videos is the world record speed run of Resident Evil 2. I beat it in four, I think, 49 minutes. It's not a long game, so I'm wondering if they're just going to be able to uh, pad it out with extra content or if it's going to be something you, they set up for you to play through over and over and over and over again. I, there's got to be extra content, I would think. Like extra. Content. I think I think I think it's still only going to be about five hours per campaign, but remember, A campaign and B campaign are different, so yes. I think it'll be 10 hours total. Okay. And then bonus games. Yeah. So they'll probably have enough content there to maybe squeeze 15 hours out of you with it, I think. Um, so there are people who might actually beat that and then go right to Kingdom Hearts three, like right away. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be an interesting time though around then. Um, Kingdom Hearts three is interesting. That's got to be a long game because the first one was kind of longer. Second one wasn't, but I think the third one is just from what they've shown is going to be a massive game. And it's been in development <laughs> forever. Like this entire generation that's basically been in development. Um, so that'll be, that'll be, those are two big ones to have right there though. Um, but right at the end. Oh, God Eater 3 is coming over in February. I didn't know that. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. There's a demo coming, I think, in January, too. Ooh. English demo. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. We got that Crackdown 3. Oh, we also know that Resident Evil 2 is getting a demo in January at some point as well. Does it, oh, they said it? I did not hear that. Yes. Uh, I, I, there was um, a True Achievements found it on the Xbox, and I was like, I, I wonder if... Would Microsoft do that thing they did with Devil May Cry and, and work to get an exclusive demo? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Sony would want that demo, but maybe it's just on all platforms. Who knows? Well, um, they did a demo for Resident Evil 7, so... That makes sense. Yeah, yep. it makes sense. Yeah. Do one. But that, that was also a very different demo because that demo kept updating and evolving. And and the demo of Resident Evil 7 was also separate from the game. It included characters yeah. that weren't in the game. Well, here's the interesting sure. thing. It sounds like this is going to be a timed 30-minute demo. Yeah, I'm looking at it. with the demo cover of the Xbox Store, PS4. So yeah, it's only seen in the Xbox, uh, only seen in the Xbox code right now. Yeah, I I, yeah. I think it's gonna be on both platforms. It was just threw me off because of course, uh, Devil May Cry, Microsoft got an exclusive demo for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, that threw me off a bit there. Uh, February, February does have like you just said, Evan. We have um, we have Crackdown three. Metro. Metro got moved up, actually. Metro Exodus is coming out the same same day. It's coming out 15th yep. instead ah. of the week after. So there will be a good game to pick up that day. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Far Cry New Dawn's out that day, too. Uh-huh, which yeah. I know a lot of people are hating on that, but I'm actually super excited for it. Jump Force out that same day and Dead or Alive 6. It's actually a lot of games for the six, just, just, right, just right in the middle of February, the 15th. And it's, I'm going to be in washington when that happens so i'm literally gonna be out of town i'm gonna try and review something before i leave but i you can't gonna, get it going to washington anything good uh i'm gonna fly up there to see washington dc oh. and hang out with the girlfriend and uh, go to a convention which convention is that anything good i'm gonna go to katsukan oh again. yeah we did that last year that's right mm -hmm. oh, this oh, year cool. yeah so I'm going to be back in town. If you want to chill, I'll be there. Uh, I'm getting a bigger hotel room this year. So I can like, uh, realistically, I'm going to be up there like five days. So I'm going to have to film at least two or three videos from the hotel room that way. And they like, they stuffed you guys in that. You guys were in that one hotel room with a bunch of people. Yeah. That's what we always do. We always put like six people in a hotel room and then just party the whole weekend. There you go. There you go. Very nice. Yeah. I mean, we'll check that out. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. It was pretty cool last year. Uh, Anthem is out the following week. Anyone hype for Anthem? <laughs> <laughs> I actually am, yeah. Really? I, I, I'm, I, I, I'm very curious how they handle mm. it. So I think I, I'm super, super excited to play it just because I have no real concrete idea what the heck I'm getting I'm into. trying to get excited for it, man, but it reminds me of Destiny so much, and that concerns me because EA is there with them, and it's like EA ruined Battlefield Five badly, yeah. and I'm like, this is Bioware. I wonder if because Battlefield did so poorly – 
if Anthem just has a ton of pressure on it right now. The the main thing that I grew tired of in Destiny was that there's invisible walls everywhere. You're kind of just funneled into quest zones. Mm. And Anthem looks much more open. Whether that ends up making the map feel really, really flat and boring, we'll see. But e- even though this game could turn out to be completely garbage, right now I'm excited to see it. Okay, very cool. Oh, and uh, Phoenix, Phoenix Wright, Ace, Ace Attorney Trilogy is out. Switch, PS4, and Xbox One as well on the 21st, day before nice. Anthem. So it could be a cool way to get caught up on Phoenix, right? I guess before what we uh, we assume is going to be a new a new game sometime next year, maybe we'll see. Uh, Left Alive is also out on the twenty sixth, and I forgot about that game. They send me press releases for it all the time, and I still don't really know what it is exactly. <laughs> it was supposed to be a a spiritual successor to Front Mission, I thought is the way they described it, but I keep looking at gameplay for it, and it, I don't really know. I don't know what it's supposed to be. It's it's weird. I don't know if anyone's really even paid attention to it at all, to be honest. I, I feel like it's not going to sell well, just to be honest. Uh, did you guys see that Toe Jam and Earl is out in March the 1st? The no, game's been getting care. delayed so much. I, I just kind of lost track and stopped carrying it at one point. But. Yeah, it's coming out for Linux, too. Weird. Uh, it's uh, Windows, Mac, Linux, Switch, PS4, Xbox One, Toe Jam and Earl back in the groove. Be checking that out as well. Uh, Delve May Cry 5, that's going to be pretty exciting uh, to get. I'll be curious how their microtransaction stuff goes over, because I'm sure it won't go over well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Buying levels, bro. Yeah. Uh, division 2, which, Evan, you liked the first Division, didn't you? I remember you played it, it was, a lot. It was pretty good. Uh, they, all the stuff they added to it over time, definitely that should have been release day, because once you get to a certain point in that game, a lot of developers have this feel that, uh, people are going to only spend maybe like 20 to 30 minutes in their game a week. So they are expecting that you to last long in it before they drop DLC. But for a lot of people, especially people like us, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, then game I'm really looking forward to at the end of that month, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Mm-hmm. That should be awesome. Yeah. Not Super Robot Wars T. I'm definitely down for Super Super Robot Wars T. I what love that. Tactical series. Robot. Whoa. I did not even know you, that was happening. Have you not played Super Robot Wars? You like that on the... I remember you played that a lot on your DSi back at the, the store. DS, yeah. You love that game. So fun. So Yeah, you played that constantly. It's on the Switch PS4. That's uh, March 20th. In hmm. Japan. Probably have to import it. So Well, if it... Great. Yeah, if it, if it has an English option, you could just download it on the Switch straight up from the... Uh, you got to do some weird currency swapping on amazon stuff but you can make it happen yeah we'll, we'll see what the box looks like in japan if they have that yeah if you go on like play asia they might have a physical release for it as well uh then into april mortal kombat 11 days gone dauntless and super meat boy forever mortal kombat 11 is the one i'm probably looking forward to i'm honestly concerned about days gone because i i haven't been impressed by it yet uh so it, it it looks it looks like last of us am i like am i crazy yeah no it's very Last of Us-y, and I, I just think they're going the wrong direction with it. Like, Last of Us works so well because it was uh, it was one of the first times where we saw the the zombies don't matter style of zombie apocalypse. Like, let's tell really human stories in this really messed up world. And this time, it seems like they're doing the opposite, and they're like, the people don't matter. Check out all these zombies. Right, right. Uh, and then going into, into June, Crash Team Racing uh and i think that's about oh yeah rage 2 is coming out as well man they already have quite a few games in the beginning of the year like in the first half rage 2 mm, i'm interested at least i'm interested 
I got to play an hour of it. It's fun. Mm, okay. okay. I, I like the new the what are they, the overpower abilities where you can like you can force push people. You can do like an action dash and you can do like a slam down. They're all real fun. Team Sonic Racing, and then Shenmue three in August, twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there is an obscene amount of games if you look down that list. All unscheduled releases. <laughs> is there anything that we're looking at, guys, that you want to jump into here on the unreleased, unscheduled releases? Anything that catches know. your eye? I don't know if it's on there or not. I, I'm just this list is pretty long with yeah, a lot of games, is. but I'm actually looking forward to Blaze Blue Central, uh, Blaze Blue Central Fiction Special Edition that's, on uh, the Switch. Yeah, that's on their regular release listing. I think when is oh okay. when's that? At? Do we know when that's out? I don't know when it's coming, but I think it's February February seventh. Yep. Oh, okay, yeah. So I'm, I'm actually I'm actually looking forward to that because um I I played Blaze Blue back on the Xbox 360. I played Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, but like I didn't like the way that they did like with the DLC with Blaze Blue. That was, that was just ridiculous. In my opinion, that was just ridiculous. They had like 20 DLC characters. Like oh, they're and they're gonna be. I'm like okay. Let me know when the game is finished. You know? <laughs> Let me know when the, this one has everything. This plays blue. The specialism has everything kind of built in. I've always wanted to get back into it, but cross tag battle was just the DLC was ridiculous on there. So I decided to wait or just play something else. Uh, so yeah, looking forward that's, to that. That's the that. Guilty Gear developer, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Arc System yeah. Works. Yeah, I want to. I want to pick that up too. Then hmm. interesting. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm looking at one that really stuck out to me is the is Battle Toads. Yeah, what Untitled Battle. Yes. What is going on with Battle Toads right now? Like, I thought we would have heard something about it by now. I'm looking forward. I don't know what it, when it's going to come out, but I'm looking forward to that too. Yeah, Windows and Xbox One. It's gonna. I assume it's going to be play anywhere. Probably will even hit Game Pass to be honest. Day one. I don't know. I don't even know what they're going to do with that. Is it going to be like a like a 2D 3D style game? Is it going to be a full 3D game? There's a lot of. A lot of questions like about old that. School, That's what old I thought. School, like two yeah. D, two D, like side school, like with like really like sharp graphics, like yeah. Who, who knows? I I don't think I've seen any interviews. I don't think I've seen anything on it. Yeah, oh, we haven't okay. even seen a screenshot of it. It's like I, I guess it's I just weird. assumed that. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, well, they remember they showed like the opening and it looked like it was gonna be that, but we haven't seen yeah. like we haven't seen a character model. We haven't seen concept art. Nothing. It's like. If it was like a, an easy, like one of those smaller games like that, you figure we would have seen something. It's almost like they're hiding it for a reveal. So maybe maybe it's going to be interesting in uh, E3, I guess. That's that's a game that they should be showing off at E3 since they pretty much have, like, they don't have Sony there, so. Wait, E3? Yeah. I thought would it, would it released before E3? I, that that's what of... I wanted, man. I hope I was hoping it would, but I don't even know anymore. That's, uh, yeah. when would they announce it? Because... I don't, well, I don't know. What I'm, they thinking would do that it. it's a, I'm, I'm thinking that it's not as big of a game. That's the reason why I'm saying oh, yeah, before yeah, yeah. E3. I mean, but if it's a bigger game, then maybe what I'm. That thinking. would work if it was a smaller game. That would work to reveal it in an inside Xbox one month or something beforehand. Yeah. Just drop. How about just drop it? Just oh, be like, hey, it's out. Go to Game like, Pass. It's out right now. Yeah, like Battletoads is out. Like you just go play it, and then I don't know. I just oh. I kind of I just want to play it. I'm I'm a I'm not a huge fan of Battletoads, but I grew up playing it and getting my butt kicked like over and yeah. over and yeah. over and over again. And so I mean I. I just want to play i just want to see what they do with it just because one of those franchises that i played as a kid like religiously you know anything uh anything on on this list max that's like uh that's sticking out to you i i think we've seen a lot of speculation that we're going to see ghost of tsushima uh next year because yes. I, I i definitely think that they're trying to clear the road for the playstation 5 and getting all the last of their ps4 games out there is part of that strategy and ghost of tsushima looks like freaking samurai batman it looks like it's gonna have that like rhythm based combat where it's like watch for counter do a combo and i am down for that 
Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. They can release the PS4 games all the way up to release of the PS5 as long as it's fully backwards compatible and it would even enhance the experience because, you know, yeah. you, you have a library instantly, immediately to play on your PS5 then. Uh, so that would be cool because Ghost of Tsushima, we assume, you think that's like a holiday title next year? I Maybe, but I don't think so. I think maybe close to September, but I, I have a sure. feeling they're going to try and release it real late, uh, real late summer or early fall. Because I have a feeling Ghost of Tsushima is going to be their thing to keep people talking about Sony. Like, the main thing that all the speculation is that Sony is going to be basically disappearing for 2019. They're going to be gone. And then at the end, they're going to, like, apparently do a giant master reveal of the PlayStation 5 at PlayStation Experience. So they're going to have to sprinkle some big games out there to keep people happy. Yeah, okay. That'd be, that'd be good. What about what about you, Nate? Anything uh, anything on the list that's, that's jumping to, out to you right now? Um, should I come back I mean, to you? <laughs> there's a lot of good stuff on like yeah. the list. Damon X Machina. Ooh, yeah, we yeah. need to all see the, more about that. Yeah, all the Final Fantasy games for Switch and the Xbox One. Uh-huh. Gears Five. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I mean, there's a lot of stuff, and I mean, a lot of the stuff's also been like recently announced. I want to see Mario Kart Tour. Oh, I was about, about to, I was, I was about to say that. Yeah, what, what yeah, were you? I mean, yeah, that's gonna be interesting. That's kind of been, you know, a long time in the making. We've heard about it a while ago. It's supposed to come up before the end of March. And, you know, we still know nothing about it other than it exists. Yeah, that's part of so, their cell phone initiative, too, which we saw that Advance Wars uh, a trademark that mentions mobile devices. <laughs> that could be that could be their next uh, mobile <laughs> jump right there, man. They could already be working on it. Advance Wars would actually probably work on a mobile phone, to be honest. Well, but. Maybe. Maybe they do what they did with Fire Emblem. Maybe they do a mobile game and they do a new Advance Wars as well. That that would make a lot of uh, a lot of people, a small amount of people, happy. <laughs> to be honest, Advance Wars has a following, but it's a very diehard, I think, smaller following than a lot of Nintendo's IPs. But I, it, it would just buy be it. weird to tra- it'd be weird to translate like Advance because like it's like this game where like you're literally killing people with missiles, right? But it's like so <laughs> cute. So how do you put that on the Switch and it not be like graphic and brutal? You know right. what I'm saying? Like how do you do that with <laughs> HD graphics before it worked? Because it's like a little tiny, you know, game, yeah. game Boy Advance. Like it, it worked. I don't know how they do it in today's day, but didn't they do one? They on GameCube that was better graphics? But Battalion Wars, which is a different style. Oh, yeah, uh, they, yeah. Yeah, Battalion Wars, which uh, they could do something like that. But I mean, um, I, I'm also looking forward to um, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. I saw that on this list too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. that that's looking pretty cool. Hmm. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. I, oh, yeah. I played the demo, multiple demos at this point. I just want the game. It's been delayed. It's like, been for pushed like, back a lot, right? Like three years, I think. <laughs> dude, I think it's just come out like in 2016, man. Oh man! So yeah, it's been like three three year delay for this game, man. Well, I know you're. So, I know you're on top of uh, Fire Emblem right now. Three houses. So oh we'll yeah, that's just yeah. That's that's gonna be my game when here, it comes out. <laughs> oh, here's another good one. Here's another good question on here. Do you guys think that Psychonauts 2 is actually going to ship? It's actually going to come out? Yeah, yeah. I can't tell if it's going to be good or bad. I definitely think they're going to throw it out there. I think because I'm, I'm concerned about, like I said, Starbreeze. Like, there's a chance they might end up, that game might end up having to get published by somebody else even. Mm-hmm. Starbreeze having some, some troubles. But hey, you know, THQ Nordic's out there. <laughs> or, or I would say Deep Silver. Deep Silver has stepped in last minute and helped with publishing a lot of these Kickstarter games. I'm not sure what deal they cut behind the scenes, but it seems like it's very lucrative because people keep jumping in bed with them. Well, here's the here's the good news. THQ Nordic owns uh, Deep Silver. 
Ah, plot twist. <laughs> yeah, they bought them in February. They acquired them. Uh, ah. Interesting, right? That's how they have the they have the Saints Row um license. Be- and that's how they're bringing it over to the Switch. Was Saints Row th- third or whatever? Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, strangely. Uh, yeah. So that's that's interesting. THQ Nordic is probably going to buy more p- more studios in 2019 as well. Um, <clears throat> but. 2019 is going to be in- very interesting. Evan, was there anything on this list now that you're a console gamer? Anything else on here that looks <laughs> interesting to you? Well, there, there's, there's, of course, a bunch that seem relatively interesting, but I'm after playing Omen Sight and beating it, I'm interested in the Pathless from the Pathless. this list. That, that looked really cool. We saw the trailer for that, and I definitely want to actually play it. Evan, that's a PlayStation like a... 4-only game. Are you okay? Yeah, I, I know. I have it <laughs> you tar- You've been turning it on a bit more, though, right? Though It's actually the fan has spun up a few times. A couple times. Yeah, yeah. okay. You, I mean, you beat Spider-Man in like two days or something, right? You beat that pretty quick. Yeah. Um, But you like that one? For... You like that one? So It was all right, yeah. And if that's if this is where I can experience the Pathless, I'm, I got it, so that's fine. Hmm. What, what's the, what was the Pathless based on? It was just a large open world game. It has that kind of cell shady painty style to it. The style that's really considered like the indie style for 3D games. Hmm. Um, they don't really go into much, but there's just a giant floating thing above this massive valley that you're in. And that there's a story to it. And that's about it. That's all I know from the trailer. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Then uh, I forgot about Wargroove, but I guess that's coming out. It says quarter one here. I guess, I guess that's coming out next year. They pushed it back twice now i think or once they've pushed it back i know so quarter one that'll be a cool game especially for people we were just talking about you know rts style games like uh like a advanced wars there you go or like a fire emblem another one to add to the list uh oh and max yakuza 5 is also set for quarter one quarter two release why is Nate laughing (laughs) yep (laughs) is that gonna be on pc or ps4 is it in america because right now they're working on the because you know, uh, three, four, and five came out on PS3. They're re-releasing them right now in China and Japan. Uh, so the this release is, this is marked as A, so it would be America. Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. I that's so weird. I, I'm interested. I'll buy it. I'll beat it. Uh, but that's so weird. I a lot of people in the Yakuza community were assuming that they'd do like a trilogy pack and they'd put three, four, and five all at once on one big thing that was like sixty bucks. But mm. maybe they'll sprinkle them out of order. Who knows? Oh, wait, no, the, the A stands for Japan only. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought. I, and that, I just, I, I spent so much time reading about Yakuza. That's why I was like, whoa, what? Well, I'm sure it'll, it'll probably come over anyway. They keep bringing Yakuza over anyway. So, it, you know, two years is, from now. <laughs> and that's the thing is, is that they're not going to be, they're not going to remake three, four, and five is the word. It's like they did full remakes for one and two. And obviously they made zero. Uh, but the the main train of thought is that they're just going to port 3, 4, and 5 and upscale them to PS4 and mm. translate them into English. And I'm okay with that. They're fine. They look great. Very cool. And then, uh, oh, yeah, then we have Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Yeah, I want to I wanna play that. I hope that has full online multiplayer and everything, too. I think it has to, right? Yeah, I think it has to. That would be whack. It would be sad if it doesn't, especially since you got to pay for the online anyway on the Switch. To not have that would be weird. I would hope so, but there's some leaks pointing at the fact that this is like a budget title that they've been working on for a while. Oh, for Team Ninja? Yeah, if it's super cheap, they may not be able to afford servers. But we'll see. I bet they can figure it out. 
I think well, I mean, I th- they're not, not going to have to buy servers. If those, it's on Nintendo yeah, and it's specific, it'll be peer-to-peer and it'll just yeah. use Nintendo's online system. So Yeah, uh, yeah. I think, I mean, the licensing for Marvel and everything, that's got to be, I mean, I'm sure Marvel wants to get it done. So maybe they'll, maybe I would assume they have some kind of quality standards. But uh, that's the thing. Marvel Ultimate Alliance doesn't even need to have great visuals or anything. It's just, it's usually just a fun top-down style beat-em-up game. So, yeah, you know, looking forward to that. That's, I, I'm not, I'm not expecting, you know, some, you know, visually stunning you know triple a style game i just want ultimate alliance mm-hmm. so i played the first one and then uh, uh x-men legends a lot x-men legends on the gamecube believe it or not a lot so i didn't even, I didn't even play marvel Ultimate alliance on the 360 i think but i played it on the original xbox oh wow yeah i played it on 360 it was yeah. the first 360 game i beat was that in dead rising yeah i played it on the it was, original xbox it was like on a million systems so you know like it was on like everything marvel ultimate alliance so is it, is it even on psp it looks awful that's yeah. <laughs> on the psp oh man that's yeah. funny that's funny uh anything anything else we're looking forward to in 2019 before we wrap up judgment uh, judgment yeah <laughs> oh what about town, i'm also t- town too uh, oh yeah, town. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and ori I mean, you have to look forward to Ori and the Will mm-hmm. of the Wisp. That'll be a quality game. Yeah, they've worked. They've been working on that for a while now, too. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a quality. The first one was great. It's on Game Pass Tube right now, by the way. So if you have Game Pass, you should be downloading that right now. It's an outstanding game. Um, anything? Anything from you, Evan, that you're looking forward to in 2019? I mean, are we thinking Windjammers Two is coming out in 2019? I think it is. Yeah. I do. You think? Yeah. Cy- do you think Cyberpunk's coming out in 2019? <sighs> Because I know, I know you're a big, big fan of CD Projekt Red's games. Uh, do you think that is showing up? Maybe. The problem is the way they tend to do it is they'll release on Steam the pre-order of the game a year before it lands, and they'll just they'll just rake in the money that way. Uh, so it's still not there. So we will have to see if it uh, pops up anytime early in next year on Steam, and then in which case probably. Okay. But. Until that happens, we won't know. And which? All right, here's a here's another good question. Which Final Fantasy game do you think is releasing first on Switch and Xbox? Uh, seven, a seven, and then I think we're gonna get nine two months later. Okay. Do you think seven's uh, first? Ooh, that's a tough. I could see seven being like a shadow drop. Let's just say like a hypothetical January direct. But then I could see Final Fantasy twelve probably releasing by March. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I could see something like that playing out. I, if like, so it's kind of tough. I still think they're going to try and drop 10 before 12. Uh, like, I think they're going to try and drop them in order. I don't know how fast or how spaced out, but I think they are going to try and do 7, 9, 10, 12. Because hmm. 12 just got rated by yep. the ESRB. 12 got, I was going to say 12 got rated by That means it's it's close. <laughs> so usually, usually you rate stuff uh, sometimes a month or two out, sometimes a week or two out. <laughs> So it would make sense that we might get a date going into starting in January. They might even put a full roadmap down for all we know. Like they, these are when they're all coming out. <laughs> you know, they still have that other one. The uh, it, the Chocobo game was supposed to come out this winter, so that could still drop. Oh, that I got guess, by February. That got dated in Japan, by the way. All right, so uh, I th- thought that was dated for March. I thought. Hold on. Um, I I know I remember I remember talking about it. The every buddy one <laughs> everybody's chocobo whatever yeah a japanese release date here we go it's um that was actually pretty recent that was uh last week that it got dated um when is this coming out man this is i have to scroll pretty far to get to it uh 
they I thought it said Mar- March 20th. Okay, Play- so that might screw up my 12 March prediction then. PlayStation 4 and Switch on March 20th, 2019 in Japan. Uh, we don't know about when it's going to leave Japan, but it could also come out with English option, in which case you can just download it on your Switch. But uh, mm-hmm. otherwise, to, for them to localize it, it might be the following month or even later in the year. It's possible. I actually think 12 might be the first game out. I think. I think it's possible. I, I think it's possible. It, they would put it in retail stores. They would drop it. I'm curious if that's something that would show up in even in January. That'd be crazy if they dropped it at the end of January. <laughs> If it is, I'm I'm planning on doing standalone uh, reviews of each one of them to see how they run on uh, on the Switch, and also because I know a lot of Switch people have never played any of these, like they haven't played seven, nine, ten, or twelve. So I want to mm. do standalone reviews of basically like this is why they're great. Like twelve, like hardcore Final Fantasy fans, twelve is often their favorite. So I'm excited. I'll say I noticed a lot of uh, younger gamers. Got um got their first Nintendo system or just system in general. And it was a Switch. So there you go. You're right, Max. There gonna be some younger gamers who are like, "What's this game? What's Final Fantasy 7 Yeah, there you right? go. Let them know, Max. Doing the work. Yeah, let them know. Let them know. Uh, any anything else for 2019, guys, or anything to reflect on for 2018 before we finish up here? Reflection for 2018 is don't believe le- leaks that have the picture of a Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were, I knew you were going to say something else about that. <laughs> I mean, you had to gloat a little bit on that because you were you're right. Took a lot of heat for that. You're right. You're right. You're, you're a mean one, Mr. Nate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nate just told it how it was. That was basically yeah, yeah. That was all. That was all. Um, it was. It got kind of bad there for about three or four days straight, right? If I remember right, yeah. yeah, yeah that was. That, yeah. That was is yeah um i guess that's that'll do it for uh the we we do have a couple of discord questions oh okay yeah hit us with the hit us with the discord questions there evan all right so gary evers is there any information on when the 8-bit doe sn30 pro plus will be released all they've said is 2018 i even asked them and they don't even have a date for me so i i, I guess it's gonna fall to 2019 because unless they're gonna announce it you know, on now, uh, and then release it now. Uh, yeah, twenty nine. I guess quarter one, twenty nineteen, is my assumption. But they have not said anything about it, and it basically is supposed to just be the SN thirty Pro with grips. So yeah, I don't know if you guys got a chance to use it yet, the SN thirty Pro. Um, but it's basically going to be that with with grips on it. So which I like the SN thirty. It's a good controller, but I can see why some people might want grips on it. All right, and then we got from Rikuki2. If Persona 5 does come to Switch, what other PlayStation-only games do you think they might get ported to the Switch? PlayStation-only games that might come to the Switch? Mm. What do you like? Like... Uh, Shot in the Dark until Dawn. I'm just throwing that out there. Let's see. Suggestions, I guess, he has here is Dragon's Crown or Odin's Sphere, stuff like that. Mm. Those would be cool. I could see see Odin Sphere happen. I would. Here's the one that I wouldn't be shocked about. It's not really from Atlas, but Yakuza. We just talked about that. That's when I could see just randomly say, "Yeah, let's move Yakuza over." Just let's just do that. Uh, That's one that wouldn't shock me. I'm thinking more like Yakuza Zero, for example. I don't. I don't know about Six because the the PS4 struggles with Six. (laughs) Yeah, Um, but Kiwami. Yeah, yeah, Zero or um, yeah, Kiwami. Those would be, I think, pretty easy ports to just do and called a day but that that's one that people believe is stuck with the playstation brand and i think sega would look at that and say yeah that's easy money yeah, let's do it 
Um, mostly because they already tried it with the Wii U. That, I don't think that was good. I think you're right, Max and OJ. Even I, I think that was a bad excuse for why they're they're not doing it right now. So, um, but yeah, that, I'm sure they remember it though. They remember that Wii U crowd well. <laughs> uh, what's uh any 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 other Sony games you guys have in mind for the for the Switch? Anything else? No. What what's uh yeah what's uh what's next, Evan? No, that's it. Just two questions okay. this week. Okay, very good. Very good, very good. I guess that'll do it for episode 91 of the Spawncast. We'll be back next weekend, next uh, next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll be live then for our fir- first Spawncast of the year, right? Yeah, of uh, 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go around here so you can you know where to find everyone. Nate, you're the big block in the middle, uh, although we probably covered <laughs> you up in post, so uh, we don't see just a yellow block. But uh, where can they find it? Because you're coming up on 10,000 subscribers, right? Yes, I am a hundred and twenty-six shy. That's pretty so, good. Maybe by like the second week of January. That's you're getting close, man. One hundred and twenty-six shy. Wow. Yeah. Inching my way there, dude. That's I mean that's not bad because then you can start uh, you know talking with Nintendo and stuff about ambassadorship and getting games a bit earlier and everything. So that'd be yeah, good. that's that's the ultimate goal. Well, where can they where can they find you so they can try to help you get closer to that goal? <laughs> They can find me on Twitter at DirectFeedGames. From there, there's a link to my YouTube channel where there's a lot of direct feed footage of games. Okay. Okay. Everyone, everyone, uh, everyone's link is also down in the description as well. You can check everyone out. What about you, Max? Where can they find you, man? YouTube.com slash DreamcastGuy. Man, there's so many big reviews already coming up. So uh, definitely uh, many of you already are subscribed. But if you're not already, I have a lot of stuff in the works for uh, January. One of them being, I have a big video I'm going to do all about the Anthem beta, which is coming out uh, in January, along with, of course, reviews. So Cool. Yeah, I'll be curious to see that Anthem uh, beta, see what you think about it. It should be interesting. And then, uh, OJ, where can they find you, man? Yeah, uh, you can find me right here on YouTube, uh, just Player Essence. I'm going to have some stuff going up, um, kind of have some revamps for the live streams, going to have some new shows, going to do some gear reviews and stuff like that. So it should be a lot of fun in 2019. Uh, yeah, just subscribe. Just find me right here, player. Or on Twitter as well. You're doing a lot of live streams, like pretty much every day now, right? Yeah, pretty much every day. Live streams every single day. But we're going to be revamping the um, gameplay live streams as well. I'm going to have a set schedule on, uh, you know, gameplay stuff that we're going to be doing um, giveaways and things like that. But we're going to be looking into getting a lot more Smash, obviously, but uh, uh, other stuff as well. So it should be a lot of fun. I'm getting a new layout and everything, so it should be a lot of fun. Cool. That should be good. And then Evan, you're on Twitter, right? Yep, just, just Kimmerich's project. Twitter, I'll post <laughs> information there. I think we got what we got our Smash look. We're gonna actually take a look at Smash. Yeah, and talk about it. we're gonna do some Smash kind stuff because you've been you've been really looking into a lot of the finer details, and I've just been playing it like a casual. So <laughs> uh, mostly World of Light. I actually like World of Light, so that's really all what I want to talk about. So, um, but yeah, cool. Yeah, make sure you check out Evan. We'll have a video out for Smash coming up here probably within probably by next week, I'd say. Yeah. So we'll do all that. It'll be fun. It'll be a fun look at it. Um, it made it made a lot of fighting games that have day one DLC and on disc stuff and in beta uh, characters that you then have to buy look kind of bad. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, the f- fighting games generally they nickel and dime you pretty hard, but they did it right here. Uh, that's going to do it here for episode 91. Thanks so much for uh, stopping by and we'll be live again next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. And we'll see you guys then.